When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Megan White, and this is the Autosport Podcast. It's Thursday, 24th of June. On today's podcast, we have two very special guests because after a year away in 2020, this weekend marks the return of W Series. The grid is once again full of top talent and we'll even see W Series supporting Formula One this year. Firstly, we're joined by David Coulthard, part of the 2019 TV commentary team who's back on Channel 4 this year as they continue their free-to-air coverage of W Series. And also joining me is reigning champion Jamie Chadwick, back challenging for another title. Welcome to the Autosport podcast to both of you. Firstly, Jamie, what are you most looking forward to this season? On my side, um, yeah, just to get back racing, to be honest. Um, I think it feels like it's been sort of a long time coming, um, season starting so late. But I think just to be back racing, um, obviously for W Series to be on the Formula Walking Package will be my first experience of racing on that kind of platform. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to. From my point of view, I think it's, you know, it's always been part of the, the, the bigger picture to to try and get W Series on the, the biggest platform possible. And although uh, DTM was a fantastic launch championship and would have continued um, that way into season two had it happened, it's always been very clear that Formula One offers the the biggest um, visual footprint for the talent that's out there. And, and Jamie is a, a you know worthy winner, um, great ambassador for uh, women in motorsport, but obviously with designs on competing against everybody. And, you know, I think what we've, we've managed to do is establish that you can race and have success in W whilst racing and having success in other formulas. As if I'm correct in saying, Jimmy, you, you won the, the number ring 24 hours and I'm sure some other things that I haven't picked up on, which, uh, you know, shows 
that it's not about trying to ring fence in one championship. It's about trying to offer a platform of development. And although Jamie is, is let's say, more mature in terms of her experience than some of the other competitors, and I understand the racer's mind, whereas Jamie's only thinking about herself and trying to win. But I think, Jamie, you would acknowledge you'll have seen the development of some of the less experienced uh, drivers that qualified for W, how they evolved from the first race through to the final race, because they, they just didn't have that opportunity and exposure prior to the championship. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think from my side, even the development that I experienced in 2019 was huge and more than I actually anticipated. Um, I think the great thing about W Series is, you know, we're all in equal machinery. We're all in sort of this platform that, you know, in junior motorsports, a little bit unheard of where there's no sort of turning around saying that, you know, they've done more testing or they've been in a better team or anything like that. You know, we're all got equal footing in that sense so that the development process for each driver individually, I feel is so much greater than, you know, I would have maybe had um, elsewhere. So yeah, it's been huge for me. And I think going into this season, um, you know, it doesn't really change in that sense. And yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you both mentioned the, the F1 support slot. What kind of difference do you think that's going to make? Obviously, the profile boost is, is huge compared to DTM. Yeah, so from my side, um, I think it's just incredible to, to have that support of Formula One. I you know, got to know what the F1 paddock was like a little bit through my experience with Williams. And yeah, I think it's one of those things for young drivers or people underestimate how little access young drivers get to sort of this this stage and this platform. So, yeah, to be able to race um, on the same weekends, obviously, you know, opens our rivals to the ultimate goal. Um, but also, you know, we get to race at some of the best tracks in the world um, with added exposure. And, yeah, I think the benefit of that will be, well, we'll see this, this season, but I'm sure will be um, pretty huge. Yeah, and I would just add, look, there's no question if the tracks are good enough and the, and the weekend, all of the event and all of the support that goes around the event is good enough for Formula One, then clearly it's good enough for, for W Series. And with the best will in the world, uh, unless you are you know working for Autosport and following all of the, the championships, it's quite difficult to always stay across young talent that's moving up through the ranks. So what this does is accelerate onto that platform. The most influential people will be watching, whether it's the the, the, the teams, uh, the, you know, the sporting directors, uh, whether it's partners and sponsors, you know, as we get back to normality and from race two in Austria, there'll be Paddock Club again for the first time this year. You know, there's potential partners and sponsors there that will be watching and going, actually, you know what, I didn't realise there was a, you know, W Series and wow, that was a brilliant race. And, you know, who is this Jamie Chadwick that's, that's just done something incredible, you know, carried the car over the over the start-finish line to, to win the race, you know, after a technical problem. I don't know, I hope that doesn't happen, but you know what I mean? <laughs> it, uh, it, it really just gives a spotlight of opportunity. And I think that's one of the key elements. And if and when we get back to normal grandstands, this will mean we have of the the events that we have with Formula One, it will be the most watched in terms of, okay, you can't guarantee people are, are looking at the racetrack, but in terms of viewers and grandstands, it would surpass any other female sport that's been before. And the biggest before that was the World Cup, you know, the Women's World Cup. So that's the magnitude of what the potential is. Um, which will be somewhat affected in the beginning of this championship year. But going in, if we imagine next year, it will be completely normal. 
this just completely is a game changer in, in terms of the amount of people that are, are going to have the opportunity to be exposed to W Series and the, the talent that lies within and to follow their journey, whatever it takes them. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose the same goes for it being uh, free to air, unlike F2 and F3, you know, on Channel 4, anyone can watch it. That broadens the, the viewership as well. Yeah, 100%. That is a key part. And you can you sort of see the fingerprints of of where, you know, where I've got other involvements uh, outside of W Series. You can see a similar trend of the people that have been involved, you know, the people that I've worked with in the past. And trust and know can deliver the, the the highest standards that are absolutely necessary to give this the the best foundations for for future growth so free to air and i saw a press release came out the other day and it had some magical figure of how many people around the world can can watch it um that that is just incredible and it's fantastic and it will you know beat a national championship race somewhere else because you know we've got all of all of those uh those great, um, you know, broadcasters that, that see the need and uh, the real opportunity here. And you've got a new team as well. Um, you know, Anna Woolhouse, Alex Jakes uh, joining you as well. Billy Monger, um, which is exciting. Yeah, it's it's you know, I'm I'm the least qualified person amongst them all so I, I won't <laughs> all of the events but uh, no, it's great. We had a, a, a team Zoom call yesterday with. Um, with the team that are actually putting together the broadcast and, um, you know, everyone that will be involved in Vision. Uh, Naomi uh, Schaaf will be involved as well. We've still got Ted Kravitz involved, um, who's, who's fantastic at really bringing to life what's going on in the pit lane. And it will continue to be, you know, eventually the goal, of course, will be to phase out old uh, middle-aged men like myself and to, to allow, you know, the female talent to, to really show themselves there. Um, but as you can imagine, in that transitional phase, the, you know, having people with, um, you know, a bit of name recognition from from Formula One helps uh, facilitate. But uh, that you know, in the end, we can be truly satisfied when it's it's women across the board just showing what a what a great organization that it can be and what a great race championship. You know, I've been re- reliving some of season one. And I stand by my words that if that was, you know, two guys going wheel to wheel, more often than not, it would end up in in full on contact and crashes. You know, that I've got to say the spatial awareness of season one racing was fantastic. And uh, Jamie is, of course, much better place to understand why that might be the case. But if we end up with that close racing this year, it's just going to be a must watch. What do you think about that, Jamie? I definitely think it's going to be close this year. Um, so, yeah, DC's not wrong there. And I think in terms of the racing, the great thing about the way that the championship was in 2019 and will be in this season is, you know, we had equal machinery. In 2019, we were switching cars each weekend. So no one had that sort of opportunity to maybe make a big difference um, as such with any sort of mechanical setup changes or anything like that. It was down to the drivers. So naturally, when we're sharing all the data and information, um, it got very, very close. And so then the racing, because there's only one race that we had on the weekend and have this weekend, you have to make the difference. So that's when the racing, I think, got really good in 2019. And I think from my perspective, it will be it'd be the same going into this season. And yeah, the depth of the field um, is even stronger um, for, for this year. And I think that will only add to that spectacle of, you know, close, exciting racing. Where do you think we're going to see the best racing? 
to be honest, Red Bull Ring um, will actually lend itself to some good racing for us because it will be very, very close um, and it'll be hard to make a difference. And with the way that the track time is, having two races there, I think the second race is when it's going to be pretty tough to make make a big difference. So I reckon the racing will be close. Yeah, absolutely. What are your favourite circuits for both of you on the on the W Series calendar this year? I would say, I mean, favourite circuits in terms of ones I've visited, um, Spa and Silverstone are two pretty spectacular tracks. Um, but the ones I'm most looking forward to are the Americas. So America, Okota and Mexico. So, yeah, two different sides there. Well, I, I think if I put on, uh, I wear a few different hats in my life today, but if I put on my BRDC president hat, I think I will feel particularly proud when I see um, the, the competition at Silverstone. And I think that, uh, you know, I just imagine it will be a close slipstreaming race and, um, you know, quite difficult for anyone to, to make a break given the nature of that track. So, uh, but I agree with Jamie. There's there's so many great circuits out there. Um, Kota has a little bit of mix of everything. So I think that any driver there is is, is pretty involved, especially in that first section. Um, and, uh, you know, Mexico, just the atmosphere, just, um, you, you've got the, uh, I was talking to Alan McNish yesterday, he's heading off to Mexico for the Formula E, which is not at the, the main stadium this year, but he knows from, from previous events there just how there is such a great atmosphere there, which does make a difference, Jamie, doesn't it? You, you, do, you do sense the crowd around you, and I just think that's, that's going to be something quite special. Yeah, I think from my side, that's what one of the things I'm mostly looking forward to. That well, hoping that we can have you know at least some fans at Silverstone. Um, I remember the best race I've ever been to, or one of them was Monza uh, when Charles won in the Ferrari, and just the atmosphere was crazy. So I'm not expecting it to be that mad um, for this season, but still, just to feel an inch of you know what that's that's like in uh, a Formula One paddock is going to be pretty cool. You, you briefly touched on it before about the competition being really strong this year. Um, who do you think are the ones to watch? You know, there are six rookies joining the grid. Who do you have your eye on? Six new drivers. Um, so, of course, they're going to be um, hungry and keen to to come in strong. But also, I guess, you know, the first season, um, the strong guys from, from year one were pushing me hard then. And I think they're going to be hitting the ground running um, with a bit more experience going into this season. So, yeah, the likes of Alice Powell, Marta Garcia, Emma, Weitzker, of course. Um, yeah, the list does go on. So, um, yeah. No doubt in my mind that the competition is going to be high, but I think that's where, um, you know, I've tried not to be complacent at all and I've worked a lot harder than I've sort of ever felt like I've had to work going into this year to make sure that, you know, no stones unturned and, you know, I can do the best job I can uh, come the first race. Yeah, well, I can't really add anything in, in terms of, you know, Jamie's uh, obviously got a finger on the pulse of, you know, having tested and 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 seen the the competition out there, but what I what I would pick up on is just that that leaving no stone unturned and that feeling like you worked harder. That will continue throughout your entire career until the last day that you put a crash helmet on. It's a, it's an amazing thing about how we evolve as as people and and how our bodies evolve as we we get older as well. We become you know more specific in our training and 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 more efficient with with how we we train. So, um, you know, I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great privilege to be a professional sports person. Um, and uh, I, I love to see, you know, people that are either not quite able to call it a, a full career or those that are like Jamie, who are, are very much underway. Um, so it's, uh, you know, I wish them all the very best because there's nothing quite like seeing the smile of someone having success.
Yeah, absolutely. And those super license points uh, help this year as well, Jamie. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, that's a factor. Um, yeah, the fact that the FIA have recognised, um, you know, W Series in that light is fantastic. Um, I'm really proud to be a part of the championship in that sense. I think from my personal perspective, I know that, you know, if I want to be in Formula One and line up on that grid, um, you know, there's still a lot more that I need to achieve aside from super licence points. So I very much got, um, you know, a clear picture in that in that sense. But, you know, with the testing requirements, for example, in Formula One, yeah, those super licence points are definitely going to potentially make a nice difference. So, yeah, it's exciting that that's coming into, into play this year as well. And, you know, I think if you actually look at what W Series offers as a package, um, when anyone kind of questions maybe why... I felt the need to return. Um, I think it ticks so many boxes for young drivers at the moment and particularly, you know, us as young female racing drivers. Um, it's just for anyone, um, the opportunity is so great that, you know, I'm very, very fortunate to be in this position. Well, I think we should acknowledge, you know, the great work from Catherine von Muir to, to lobby and get the support from the FIA because I think it's fair to say they didn't just phone up W Series HQ and say, oh, we've seen the championship, how about we give you some super license points? You know, there's a great deal of work goes on behind the scenes uh, and Catherine is, is a dynamo of enthusiasm and passion and, and uh, really, you know, leads from the front on that. So she's done a fantastic job because uh, as Jamie alludes to there, maybe, you know, um, you know, some people may question, well, why she would do the championship again. Bizarrely, no one would question why Lewis Hamilton does the Formula One championship again. You know, it just doesn't. <laughs> I just don't understand why why anyone would have any doubts uh, in in what is a career enhancing opportunity, whilst you continue to seek out other opportunities. And and that's exactly what um, was misunderstood in the beginning, where people felt it was about you know saying, okay, that's where women race. Absolutely not, as as proven by what Jamie's continued to do and and others. Um, but I think that uh, the the super license points uh, side of things, you know, even within the FIA, not everyone fully gets and understands or wants to get or understand W Series because we we all you know there's a wonderful thing opinions and we welcome all opinions. Uh, and recognize that others may have another way of doing it. And, you know, certainly from my point of view, I would say, great, go and do that. Anything that puts more women on track and supports them and gives them a platform to develop their skills and talent, I think is brilliant. And, um, uh, you know, but anyone who just wants to question, you know, why are you doing it without any other solution or or, or putting their money where their mouth is. Well, we can, we can, you know, we can all be those armchair, as I sit here in my armchair, um, armchair critics without actually doing something. So I think that you know, with Catherine's leadership, with talent like Jamie and and the others committing to it, that's why Year Three were on the undercard to Formula One. That's why it has super license points. That's why it has a global TV audience, free to air. That's why we're having this conversation with you, Megan. Thank you for that. And um, I'm, I'm personally really, really excited to, to see the continued development of this championship and all the talent within. You said in 2019, David, that uh, some other notable women in motorsport hadn't been very supportive of the series. And I was just going to see what you thought about how the first series had gone some way to changing their minds, those critics. People having a different opinion is not a problem. It's part of life. And the three of us here, if we if we have a generic discussion on something, I'm sure we'd have different points of view. And, you know, I, I'm completely relaxed about that. And hopefully you would be as well, not offended if I have a different point of view. When we start getting into debating fact, then that's 
where it becomes a little bit uncomfortable. And, you know, let's say this, the fact is no one has put as many women on track as W Series and created an opportunity free like W Series. So anyone else that wants to go and create a different format that funds, you know, 18 or 20 women either individually or in one championship, fantastic. But if you're not doing that, I would say use your energy and your beliefs to you know empower and, and support support women in however way you want to within motorsport rather than using your time and energy to question and criticize what we're doing you know we're not questioning or criticizing anyone else other than to say mind your own business <laughs> focus on, on on how you think you can make a difference and allow us to do what we think is a good way to make a difference and in the end you know jamie and and the others are are here through willingness that no one's been had their arm twisted up their back and said, you must come and do this. And not, not at all. And, uh, you know, I, 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 as an ex-racer, I, I love to hear Jamie acknowledge how it's furthered her development because any time in a race car furthers your development right up until the last lap that you drive. So whether it's in W Series or whether it's another form of racing, this is all just you know, building up the cerebellum and all the, the knowledge. And, you know, I'm going through this now with my 12-year-old son where he's been testing, testing, testing. And, uh, of course, he just doesn't have the racing experience. So we need to go through all that joy and pain uh, that Jamie will remember from karting days of, you know, the tearful days of, why did daddy, why did that person do that to me? <laughs> and then you've got to face the reality. Uh, maybe it was you who did that to them. So, you know, I, I think that uh, sport is a, is, a, is a wonderful thing and, and this championship is a wonderful place for developing female talent. Yeah, absolutely. Anything to add on that, Jamie? No, I just completely agree. I think, um, yeah, from my perspective, what W Series have done, um, you know, prior to the start of 2019, um, you know, I think obviously... Had a, people had their opinions about it, but I think if you actually look at what they achieved in 2019, it's impossible to see it without, you know, seeing how it's benefited the likes of myself and the others um, massively in our careers. And whether that's from, you know, an exposure point of view and the opportunity to generate more sponsorship and get opportunities elsewhere, or whether it's, you know, purely from a driving development point of view, there's so many boxes it's ticked just in that sense that it's impossible for me, for example, not to be a case study for someone that has worked, you know, well for in supporting my career. So, yeah, I think that's the aim of it. That's that's the whole reason that, you know, W Series exists. And I'm confident that, you know, only obviously in year three, um, we're starting to see, um, you know, a lot of drivers go into things like uh, the World Endurance Championship from Bikes Kavita, for example, um, you know, Alice Powell got a Formula E test and the, all these opportunities that have come solely through W Series. So, um, you know, I think that's a really, really positive thing that, that we've got to take, you know, pride in and, yeah, really see the opportunity with. Back to on-track action. What were your favourite moments of last year? Well, 2019. Um, 2019. <laughs> um, I'd say the first race was probably the best for me. Um, just, you know, I think, yeah, from my point of view, winning the championship was my favourite, um, you know, moment. I think it wasn't the easiest race um, by any means. It was quite stressful. But I think, yeah, to... To finally get the result, um, DC kind of alluded alluded to it earlier. Um, I think the thing with sport is the feeling of success is like no other. And that's sort of the thing that motivates you to keep working harder and keep coming back for, for more. And I think, yeah, what I felt in 2019 was a feeling like no other. So, yeah, I'd say winning the championship. 
Yeah, that's understandable. There was some some great great success along the the course of the season, but I think that the the feeling of nerves for me ahead of the first race because of the uncertainty and a feeling that a lot of people would be watching that you know were curious a lot of people would be watching because they're supportive and of course there'd be people watching who were looking to go ah, i knew this wouldn't work um which again is, is part of life but it, the fact that it got off in very difficult conditions if I, if I recall it was a damp start it was it wasn't a completely dry track in hockenheim and so much can go wrong and if you look at more experienced racers and world championships who you know well into the 30s didn't and don't handle uh, situations like that as well as as the the grid did so it was a, a feeling of pride and relief there and then after that the, i just enjoyed enjoyed the races absolutely and how do you think the series can continue to grow where would you like to see the the calendar being expanded um i think from my side i'd like to see more races but i think you know already they've gone from six races on the dtm package already to eight uh, for this season so that's still a big step up if you look at the percentage of change and yeah I think maybe more more than one race on a weekend um, would be the only thing I'd like to see in the future but yeah already the step they've made has been pretty big. Yeah I think that you know that's, that's all points well made and and that of course when, when you actually add a, a race weekend having more more races uh, economies of scale um, then yeah the future we'll, we'll be aiming for all of those and to grow the platform to uh, Asia as well is a, an important market going forward. Um, but in the short term, it was about, do we give them an extra race or do we, uh, do we make sure there's some money there, prize money, so they're being rewarded for their, their efforts? So I don't know, Jamie, we, you know, another race or no prize <laughs> money, it's such a difficult one, isn't it? But that was a decision we made in the, in the beginning and, and it meant that, um, that majority were rewarded like professionals for their efforts and i think that's that's a key element of what w series is trying to trying to create you know there's there's obviously a lot of focus on formula one and jamie has their association with the formula one team and and for many people formula one is the 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 you know the only goal but the reality is that, uh, there's so many other forms of professional motorsport where um, that's where my mind is at, is about bringing more more women into professional motorsport. And then in the end, the individual and the talent and their work ethic and their, you know, the racing gods will decide where, where they end up. But if we have a much bigger base of women available in motorsport that are, you know, earning a living like their male counterparts, why not? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so just to round it off, if both of you, uh, if you could have a W Series race at one circuit, which would it be? I would say Monaco. I would love to race at Monaco. And oh God, there's actually quite a few, either Monaco or the Nürburgring Nordschleife, but the Nordschleife is probably too mental for the W Series. So we'll go Monaco. I'm actually speaking to you from Monaco and, you know, that was coming into my mind as well. And it's something we're working on. We've spoken to to uh to the acm and and working on that for the future and uh um you know the the, the track time and and what have you is always a big challenge for for these these circuits so well thank you again guys that's our podcast for today before we go here's what you can see right now on autosport plus if you want to catch up before the first race, I've written about why W Series champion is taking nothing for granted ahead of its return. Alex Kalinorkas on whether Red Bull can win anywhere now it's toppled the Mercedes F1 stronghold. And Oriol Puigdemont on why Yamaha is about to risk losing Valentino Rossi. We think it's the best motorsport writing out there, but judge for yourself with half-price access. 
New subscribers who sign up today can use the promo code PODCAST during checkout to save 50% off their first payment. Go to autosport.com forward slash plus and click sign in at the top of the page. Then use promo code PODCAST for that 50% discount. Thanks for listening today. We'll be back soon. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.